Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Barbecue. Three, two, one. Barbecue. Three, two, one. Barbecue. Three, two, one. Welcome to episode 13 of Barbecue 321 Pitmaster Interviews. Today we're honored to have the legendary Robbie Royal of Rescue Smokers with us, a celebrated pitmaster who has played both a hero and a villain on TV's biggest barbecue shows. Robbie will share his rich experiences from barbecue pitmasters to this year's Memphis in May. Plus, he'll reveal the one game-changing tip every pitmaster must know. Let's get into it. Episode 13. Barbecue 321. We're here with Robbie Royal from Rescue Smokers. Robbie, thanks for being here. I'm excited about it, Nick. Thank you for having me. Now, we came on here to talk mainly about your appearance in Barbecue USA Season 2 Memphis in May episode. But you are a veteran, not only of our show, but of barbecue television in general. I just wanted to know how it was filming Barbecue USA. Um, I think Barbecue USA is a great take on competition barbecue for one. Um, especially with Michael being there and uh, having to teach him how to cook barbecue all the way around, you know, and, and so forth. But, uh, the filming, filming with you guys and being on that show, it, it was a excellent experience. Um, as good as I've had, um, you know, I've done a, done a good few different shows in barbecue and, uh, I had an awesome time and I, I made some good friends with the, with the camera crew, with Michael, with you. And uh, it's just been a lot of fun, and I, I think you guys do a great job. Well, thank you. I mean, it, it, and we talk about this a lot, but that barbecue family, we just feel like we've been welcomed into the barbecue family now. We've only been doing it for, you know, a little over a year and a half, but it already feels like we see the same people and the same faces, and everyone's always so nice. Um, it's great to film. So when we were filming with you, I mean, was it did it throw you off your game at all, or you're just now you've done this so many times that it's not a big deal? <laughs> You know, I, I've learned just to do my thing and let y'all do your thing. You know, I mean, uh, I know a few times when, when you'd have Michael and I sparring back and forth or just having a good little conversation. That's one thing. But uh, you guys stayed out of the way. You let us do our thing. You filmed it and uh, edited it really well. And I think it came across great. I think the show is a uh, one of the better barbecue shows I've been a part of and I've uh, been real excited about watching the episodes the last two weeks and uh, uh, for season two and uh, anytime they pop up, I'll watch them. So I, I, I think they're great. No, yeah, it really has been welcomed by the barbecue community. Now we're just really trying to get the word out to you know, people outside of the barbecue competition community to get more people involved. You know, one thing that comes up a lot and it came up, started coming up with us this season as we were traveling around, People had seen the first season and they said, oh, you know, I'd done some barbecue competition or I thought about doing it and I saw your guys show and now I'm doing it. And yeah. where I hear that a lot when I talk to a lot of pitmasters, a lot of them go back to barbecue pitmasters as yeah. like the original barbecue show that got a lot of people into barbecue. Right. Um, now, you were part of that. Yeah. You know, what was that experience like? Because you guys were kind of the pioneers before that. There really wasn't much barbecue television. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Myron Mixon and Johnny Trigg and Tuffy Stone and Mo Kaysen, they got all that going. But when it when it got to be in like three people against three people, um, you know, they initially were doing uh, I, w- I wouldn't really say something similar, but I guess it is slightly similar to what y'all are doing. You're just following teams and everything. But you're watching 
with your show, Barbecue USA, you're watching us compete against everybody. It's not just like we're going against each other. And I think that's what's unique about BBQ USA on the Food Network. Um, and, you know, being part of uh, Barbecue Pitmasters in the past, uh, 2013 semifinal, uh, lost in the semifinals, and then uh, got voted by America, which surprises me. I'm, I'm not the prettiest thing in the world. And um, I don't know. Some folks say I have the gift of gab. My wife says I'm FOS. You can figure out what that means. Um, but uh, I got voted in 2013 as the favorite pit master that folks watched, and they invited me back and uh, got lucky. I enjoyed that 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 layout. You know, three teams going against each other um, in the first round, then in the semifinals, and then head to head with. My buddy and your buddy, Joe Pierce, in the finals, and I got lucky and beat him. And uh, I like both setups. I really like just doing my thing, like on BBQ USA with the GBA event uh, in Tifton, Georgia. Um, that was an awesome experience filming that show for the Food Network. And, uh, and then coming back and uh, being a little part of uh, Butts and Clucks and filming in Memphis in May, I really love that concept, too. So, uh I've just had a great time and been very fortunate and, uh, you know, filmed the show Barbecue Pit Wars, four episodes of that. And that was a little bit more similar to what we're doing now with uh, BBQ USA, um, except we were keeping points against each other at the same time, the four teams that were in that. But uh, um, I've had a lot of fun in the last nine years and uh, hope it continues in some shape, form or fashion. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough thing to keep going. I mean, even with our Barbecue USA if you're not in the competition world, you're not used to seeing these same four meats over and over again, or, you know, slight, Correct. slight variations of that, you know, GBA does the three, three meats, but, um, you know, this season we really try to punch it up by following a lot of the ancillaries, uh, following some more personal stories, trying to, trying to make it a little bit mm -hmm. different. And, and then the big thing is at the end of the season, we have Michael Simon is competing at Memphis in May. Um, yeah. And you were in the tent next to him. What was that like? Like going to Memphis in May and tell me a little bit about that. You know, and going to Memphis in May this year for 2023 was an awesome experience. I actually did it back in 2012 and uh, it, it has changed a lot. I mean, the competition in general is so much harder and so much more fierce than it was 10 years ago because of shows like Barbecue Pit Masters, Pit Wars, Barbecue USA and um, barbecue across America, um, you know, um, so it's it's put a lot of folks out there judging barbecue, a lot of folks cooking barbecue, but to film with Michael Simon next door to us at Memphis in May and uh, getting to watch him do some filming and uh, him bringing in this uh, all-star cast that yeah. he brought in to, to help compete, he and Joe Pierce. And, uh, you know, they cooked a decent product and, uh, but cooking next to him and that little banter back and forth, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, I hope we get to do something like that again. I won't lie to you. Yeah. And in, in Memphis, I may, I mean, for you, tell me about your history with it. I mean, you never cooked whole hog there. Cooked whole hog there back in uh, 2012. Oh, that's right. And, you cooked, but, and came in 17th, but it was when I was really first getting started in cooking whole hog and, um, I came in 19th, I apologize, 19th. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was, uh, it was a completely different story. Um, I didn't, I wasn't as confident. I won't say that I'm 
cocky, but I, I'm confident in what I do now and have had a lot of experience. And I'm, I'm the only team that's won. I won in four sanctioning bodies in one year several years ago. I won a GBA, a KCBS, a Florida barbecue event, and an MBN all in the same year. And uh, that's when I was on top of my game, cooking about 36 weeks a year and everything. And going back to Memphis, um, had a great, great cook this year. I was extremely happy with both of the hogs we cooked. And, I mean, we nailed it on site. We got every 10 on site. We just uh, – I don't know something about our blind box they didn't like. That's part of it. But uh, cooking against Michael next door with he and Joe Pierce, it was a lot of fun. And uh, um, just folks don't really realize how down to earth Michael is. Um, I've been around several folks in the in the food world, you know, and mm-hmm. he is as humble and as straightforward and as true as a person as you can run across, in my opinion. Yeah, he's definitely uh, one of the more what you see, what you get on on TV. You say, "Oh, is he really that nice?" And he is. Um, yeah. Now we we've been we've always had fun shooting with him. Um, no, but it is funny, and and you know we'll see how it all plays out. No spoiler spoiler. Alert, yeah, but, yeah uh, I didn't say that. We'll, yeah, no, <laughs> we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, I I was I was impressed with Michael putting himself out there, going up against you guys because you guys, yeah. you know, you guys are doing it like you said, and you're there week after week doing it now what where are you at like this year are you still pulling 20 30 contests a year are you, are you slowing down from that or are you um slowing down as as most of the world knows you watch the first season of bbq usa um my daughters are 35 34 and 31 and we have four and he was one when he got to make his television debut on the first season of barbecue usa there in uh, tipton yeah. georgia tipton rhythm and ribs and uh um, I think everybody will see him again on the Memphis and May episode, but uh, he's having him and having a new son that's two years old. It's cut me back just a little bit. So I'm looking at about 15 a year right now. Yeah. Now, are you splitting your time between GBA, KCBS? I know we saw you down at uh, FBA contest. Are, yeah. are, does that make a difference to you? Or are you just are you trying to focus on one versus the other? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm running points. I didn't intend on running points this year in Georgia, but I was leading points up until the last event. Now, Chuck and Carrie of Off the Chain, who was, they were on uh, BBQ USA last year there in Tifton mm-hmm. and showed out. And, uh, um, they actually passed me and they're leading me by one point right now with a double points event coming up in, uh, three weeks. So, uh, it, it's fun to do, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get back. Last few years I've ran. I've done one or two MBNs and just GBA to go with that. And uh, um, this year I plan on cooking all four events a year. Well, I've already done Memphis in May, and then we'll be doing the Big Pig Jig, which is the largest MBN cook other than Memphis in May yep. um, in November, which would be a great event for y'all to come to. There's like five or six ancillaries there, six ancillaries, I think. They're yep. a lot of fun. And uh, – um, I've already done an FBA this year. I don't do one more FBA in the fall and yeah. I'm probably going to um, slide in a KCBS in December, I think. And so I'll be cooking one, at least one of all four sanctioning bodies here in Georgia this year. Um, it's not two of each plus all the GBAs. So all the GBAs. Yeah. And, and you know, I, it was a lot of fun shooting the GBA. That was our first event we ever shot. And the way that the GBA does the, um, the finals, Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know sim- similar to what at Memphis Bay where they run around and knock on people's trailers yeah. and you get in the final. That that was a I love that and I wish KCBS would have that kind of element 
Because it I is, do too. It's it's a, yeah. it it elevates it a little bit. You know, it elevates the excitement a little bit. Well, you know, I put together an all-star team too for Memphis. This is basically the same team that I have uh, at the pig gig every year. Chuck and Kerry used to vault the chain. They helped me every year. Um, Wade Starkenberg of Wade Star Barbecue out of Seattle. He's helped me the last two years at the big pig jig. And I actually won first place in whole hog out of 39 or 40 hogs at the pig jig this past November. And that's what said we agreed. We decided right then and really, really before awards to say, hey, we're going to cook Memphis in May this year. Let's, let's We've been talking about it for three years. Let's put it together yeah, and go do it. And, and we did. And we had a blast. And, uh, I won't go into details. Folks can look up where we've wound up, but uh, um, I was excited about our finish and everything. But uh, yeah, you know the the GBA Georgia Barbecue Association was actually developed by some NBN folks from Georgia okay. that were judges and reps. And the reason the loin instead of whole hog was try to save money. It's the same exact concept. It's the best piece of pork there that day, just like Memphis and May that we've got coming up in just a few weeks to air on. Um, BBQ USA, yeah. and uh, it's a lot of fun, man. There's nothing like seeing those golf carts come around or see the reps yeah. walk around, and you know, like at Memphis and May when they're coming to you, and he's like, "Dear Lord, please let them stop here." You know, it's an adrenaline rush, and then it can also be just blood, just just go blood, and all the air go out of you when they don't come. But when you see some of your friends get those calls, like Chuck and Kerry in at the GBA, um, and and you know. All the other folks that I've helped along the way with my cook schools, and it's exciting to see that because especially somebody's getting their first final call, and to see those finals go out in Memphis, that's a big deal, man. To cook in the world championship and get on that stage. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and and you know, you, you hit something too for coming from the TV angle that we're coming from. It's more visual. Like that's the one thing I would say about competition barbecue. It's very hard for us is. You see all the prep, you see the cooking, you see a little bit of the box, but then everything goes in a box. You close the box, and then yeah. next thing you see is there are people getting their names called and going up on stage. So yeah. having that little visual beat of are they am I going to finals or not, and then at Memphis yeah. and May having the visual beat of the actual judges coming around and the people presenting their product, yeah, uh, you know that that gives us a nice little beat. I wish that was a little more. Uh, I don't know how you can evolve that into KCBS or some of the other ones. I, I know I know exactly what you mean. You know, KCBS, for those of us that have been cooking, and I've cooked probably 50 or 60 KCBSs. I've won three KCBS events, Reserve Granted, three KCBS events. FBA, I've won two of Reserve, three. Um, in the FBA and the KCBS, if you've been cooking for a while, you can try and kind of calculate in your head which team has won this event, you know, by just listening to the calls Especially if a team or two gets a 180, a perfect score in KCBS. Um, but it's still a good adrenaline rush, you know, and it's yeah. those 30 minute timelines in the KCBS is what does it for me. I love those 30 minute times. Yeah. I, yeah, I know it's, t- it's probably tough on y'all being, being folks trying to run around and film all these different categories with the different teams. But uh, that's what I like about KCBS or the adrenaline rush of 30 minute timelines, especially when you're by yourself, somebody like myself or, um, Bill Purvis, who cooks by himself sometimes, and, uh, and and so forth. So all that's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, the, the thirty minutes is 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 for us a better thing because it does, like you said, the adrenaline comes out. It comes out yeah. like you see it in the people really trying to get that stuff out. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, you know, back up a little bit. How did you get your start? Like, go back before barbecue pit masters. <clears throat> how how did you start out in, in getting into barbecue competition? 
so both of my granddads um, on my mother's side and my dad's side, they were the cooks in the family. And my grandfather Royal um, on my dad's side, um, he was a fire chief and police chief. And then my dad was a fire chief. So he was always cooking for the firefighters and um, so forth. And my dad was part of a barbecue team called the Party Shack Smokers um, from probably like the early 90s. It was to about 2000 when he passed away in 2001 and he was the fire chief but that team was all was several of his volunteer firefighters and uh my dad wasn't a wasn't a cook he was more of let me put a little money in there for y'all and i just want to come and hang out and have a good time and uh so me and my wife would always go to the pig jig and hang out and eat supper with them and then we'd be gone i wouldn't watch the competition and then in 2001, when my dad passed away, they said, hey, we want you to come on to the team, Party Shack Smokers. And I did. And the very first pig jig in Vienna, Georgia, there was 132 teams. And I found out 10 minutes before. Back then, you would turn in a blind box and you'd have three individual judges come on site for whole hog, ribs, and, and pork. And I found out 10 minutes before the judges started coming on site and they were going to have me to talk. So I cooked the chicken for an ancillary and I finaled in chicken my very first time and took third place. But then I got to talk to all the judges and we didn't do terrible, but we were, we were in the bottom 50%. I don't know, man, it lit a fire under me. I was like, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to do this, we're going to, um, go all out you know i am and so i cooked with that team and became the main spokesman um for for that team for about five years before forming the rescue smokers and then when so when you formed rescue smokers it was just you no it was me and one of the guys on that team we wanted to start cooking georgia barbecue association doing some other nbn events and doing just some local backyard events, uh, which we only cook one backyard event. And uh, the lead person on that team, it was his smokers that we were using, and he didn't want to do it. So Raymond Poor and I, Raymond Poor and I, um, we formed our own team called the Rescue Smokers. Raymond's firefighter, I was a paramedic firefighter, and uh, we got a 911 director and his wife, and. Then we got a deputy and his wife. So we had four couples that started the rescue smokers, hence rescue, you know, all right. public safety. Yep. And uh, um, the foursome, the four couples lasted for about two years. And the others just we weren't doing real well to start with in yeah. 2006. And then um, it wound up just being myself, Stephanie, Raymond and Amy Poor as the rescue smokers. And. Uh, we started hitting, you know, we, we learned what we needed to do. We were cooking for ourselves, not for the judges, because the judges like stuff I don't like. Yeah. And uh, so the rescue smokers were formed, and uh, it's, it's history, you know. And then Raymond and Amy left the team and left just me and Stephanie in uh, 2015. Yeah. Um, we won pitmasters together. But um, and Stephanie, I won the show called Smoked in 16 and been cooking and having a blast ever since. What was what's smoked? Smoked. It's a. It was a show on. I won't mention the network, but it was a another show. It was it was it was on Destination America, 
And uh, um, that's all it, the same it, family, I think. It is. It lasted one year. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really good show. It's where they kind of took rivals. Um, you can look them up. You can yeah, find yeah, them, look them up. I'm curious. wherever. But I went against Ernest Sedentes. Um, you know, it was the year. It was 2016, 2015s when we did Barbecue Pit Wars four episodes. And where was that one? Was that Destination Two? Yeah, that was on Destination America. It's a four episode season two of Barbecue Pit Wars, which is similar to what we're doing on BBQ USA, except y'all were giving a little bit more in depth, you know, with Michael yeah. coming in and asking questions. And uh, it was four episodes where we just kept a total of money. And it was Meyer Mixon, myself, um, Ernest Aventes, a burnt bean company out of Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, Michael Character. Um, um, out of North Georgia, and we basically went head to head in four competitions. We were cooking, cooking the competition, but they kept up with the money won. And it was a good show, but I, the, the way they kept up with who was going to win or what, because it's every contest that can give away down through the same place and give away the yeah. exact same money. I have one episode where I had three top fives and earned less than a first place in another episode. So it just, right. it, it was weird, but it was a lot of fun to do it. It was yeah. a lot of fun to do it. And then, uh, and Ernest, then did, did those shows like give you a boost in your, like, did people start recognizing you and stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been recognized since, recognized, liked, and hated since 2013. <laughs> so, uh, um, with, with those shows, and I'd, I'd do them again today. Um, yeah. With Barbecue Pitmasters, they would, you know, you're, you're, you're in the business where you're looking for that. Uh oh, factor, you know, yep. or a little bit of a people clashing or stuff sure. like that. You've got to have a little drama involved, even though the the barbecue pitmaster shows were 100% legit as far as the comp was. They would also get us to kind of rib each other a little bit, you know. So yeah, I I made a few folks, I guess, not like me out there. You know, I've had hate mail. And you got painted as like the villain. <laughs> it, it, I got painted as really, really cocky, and I think I'm still cocky to an extent, but <laughs> it's confidence. I'm just, I think I'm passionate more than I am cocky. I mean, yeah. I really do. Um, and I'm, I'm glad Michael Simon brought out some of those things, uh, what he yeah. thinks about me, you know, in last year's show in Tifton. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but then Ernest Cervantes of Burnt Bean, he just waxed my butt and pork. And so mm. we did a episode, uh, going against port and port butt against each other and i got lucky and i i beat him and one five case and it's probably the favorite show that i've done other than bbq usa even more I, i'm more proud of it than when i won barbecue pitmasters in 2014 because right. stephanie was with me stephanie cooked with me it was two people on two people and That's stephanie nice. was there to be on tv even though she doesn't like to talk on tv yeah but she was there and it was very emotional for me when I won. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was super excited about it that she was there and um, that she got to experience just what we experienced, you know? Yeah. No, so it was great. a lot of fun. All that's awesome. I, I'm wondering, you know, and I've asked everybody this, like you guys have been in this for a while. How has the barbecue competition world changed since you started? Like what, what are the big changes you've seen? Um, I don't want to say it pissing nobody off. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think the, the judging is way more critical yeah. because 
we've got folks, a lot of folks, and I love the judges. You can ask anybody. I'm on the Georgia Barbecue Association board, um, and I love judges. I promote judges. I push judges. Um, I encourage teams not to criticize judges. But they're, they're more critical because they've seen the shows, Barbecue Pitmasters, Barbecue yeah. Pit Wars, the Kingsford Invitational that I did also in New York, the um, Smoked and BBQ USA and it's brought not just teams into cooking. That's another thing. We've just got so many people cooking now that's good. I mean, they're yeah. good. And what's come around is myself and there's probably another 30, 40 people that cook, do cook schools. And you're cutting that three or four year learning curve out by taking a class like mine or somebody else's because you're, 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 you're getting to that championship point a lot quicker. And it's making the competition way more stiffer than it was back in 2012 10 11 12 13 14 and so on yeah and uh, the judging is way more critical because you know you'd be surprised how many times you hear of somebody getting a comment card tastes like lighter fluid well they heard that on the show barbecue pitmaster so they threw it on there <laughs> but uh, judges are extremely important and i'm excited about that there are too many judges sometimes and uh, um but at the same time it's gotten really expensive to cook you know, yeah. the last few years since COVID, you know, with fuel prices and food prices. And, uh, but I guess the biggest change is the competition. It's just the level of competition out there is crazy good now. Yeah. No. And that's what everyone says. Like the, the classes have really kind of changed the game. It has really Being able to jump, jump, you know, like you said, get three to four years of knowledge in one class. Yeah. I mean, you got Bill Purvis, probably the hottest team in barbecue last year in 2022 and still doing great this year i think yeah. he's already got got seven to go to the yeah he's to the got jack you yeah know? we just and, we talked to him last week i talked to him yeah i hadn't watched that show yet but uh you know he's yeah. got his class out there now and he's, no, he's coming he, he he makes a little a cameo kind of like you i mean he was in our yeah. first season and he comes up again in uh, uh episode five down in louisiana with your yeah. buddy mike Steele. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mike Steele is it. Mike Steele has made competition barbecue hard by when he called me and was talking about starting the show BBQ champ. I mean, the online classes, BBQ champs Academy. I was the first to film with that, that, and, uh, it is, it's come a long ways. I mean, the people that have taken it are doing great. Now you got people like Bill Purvis and Mm -hmm. David Bosca and, and so many others, you know, sweet swine of mine, Mark Lambert, uh, teaching everything they know and you can get it by just sitting there and watch it over and over and over. And we tell 100% of what we do It's it's taking the barbecue world to a new, new level. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's interesting to watch, you know, from kind of an outsider view where we are and now getting to know all everybody. It really is pretty amazing to watch people like yourself, Bill Purvis and a handful of other people that are just winning a lot. You know, when you start seeing that, that kind of, consistency uh it, it's pretty impressive to see and um it, it is it is weird about the barbecue world it's kind of like a, a a little bit of that nascar vibe a little bit of uh uh you know a little bit of the almost like a golf leaderboard you know like you yeah. guys are all just vying for these kind of points and yes and, and you keep seeing the same names up at the top and it's just yeah. you know those are the people that's interesting but like you said you watch their class and then you get a lot of their knowledge well, it's um, just like you you, you take Tifton Rhythm and Ribs, out of the nine finalists, seven 
have been to my class, you know, yeah. and yeah, I'm just, I'm just as excited about that, man. I love watching folks get their first call, make their first final, win their first grand championship, first reserve. That's what it's about. You can't just sit back and be pissed off if you don't do well. If you're if you're that way, you're cooking for the wrong reason. You got to yeah. want to cook because you love it. Because you want to see your neighbor do great, your new friends do great, and your old friends do great. You don't want to see Chuck and Kerry continue to beat you year after year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, real quick, because uh, okay. you've given me a ton of your time. I ask everybody their top tips running down the four meats. And for you, I'm going to add in pork loin. So you got five meats. Right. Uh, top tip, uh, chicken. Use all-natural chicken, white skin. Mm. That's good. Great. Yep. Top tip, ribs. Top tip on ribs. I'm partial to a particular brand, and I'll mention it. You can edit it out if you want to, but I really love Prairie Fresh Prime, and I like starting out with a slab of St. Louis cut in the pack at 4 to 4.3 pounds. Wow, that's great. Yeah, we can use names. I don't, you know, this is yeah. not, this is just for fun. Uh, yeah. Top tip, brisket. <laughs> Leave it together. Cook it as a packer. Don't wow. separate it. That's just Robbie's opinion, and I think you'll see it pay off. Yeah, you might. <laughs> uh, no spoilers. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, it was fun watching you in the KCBS contest, or that was a FBA. Yeah, FBA. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was yeah. FBA. But seeing you do that versus the GBA uh, yeah. and cook and cooking uh, chicken and brisket was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, top tip: pork shoulder. Ooh, pork shoulder. Um. Again, I don't separate. You see a lot of folks uh, separate that money muscle off. Yeah, I'd rather cook an extra butt and get the internal parts where I want them, and then have money muscle to go. Um, and don't know, KCBS don't overfill your box. GBA, FBA, put as much in there as you possibly can. There you go. Good tip. And then for you in particular, top tip: pork loin. Hmm. Top tip in pork loin. Um, keep it simple, stupid, and I know that's a stupid thing to say, but I trim every bit of the fat off of it because it's a quick cook, and you see Michael Simon do it um, and talk about it, but trim all that fat off and get that smoke all the way around and get a pretty bark all the way around. And uh, A better tip, cook it to 152 and pull it. 152 and pull it. Yep. I like that. And I guess, you know, I, I got, I can ask you this. I can't ask everybody, but top tip, whole hog. Ooh, top tip, whole hog. Um, cook a lot of practice cooks and in whole hog, um, work. Think about ways to keep that loin cool while you're cooking the shoulders and the, hams to that 190, 198 plus degrees and figure out a way to hold that loin in that whole hog down to uh, about 165. I think people are going to be interested in how you did that in this year's Memphis yeah. May. That came out really cool. And I think one tip for everything, put every meat, all six of those meats together, is whatever you're going to cook in competition, you're going to practice at home. Practice with that same meat. You may have to pay a little bit more for it, but practice with that same product. And the consistency is what's going to win it for you. It's what's going to make you better by cooking that same product, knowing the exact timelines 
approximately, you know, within 10 or 15 minutes, cook the same product you're going to cook in competition. I love that. Uh, last question for you. If you could go back in time and tell your former self, give yourself one piece of advice getting into barbecue competition, what would it be? Try to enjoy it more at the beginning the way I do now and not be focused on trying to be the best all the time because that takes away from it. Enjoy yourself. Be happy for the other what others do and and just have a great time cooking barbecue. Robbie, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, where can we find all your stuff? It's Rescue Smokers on Facebook and on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, Rescue Smokers at Hotmail.com. If you have any questions and uh, uh, my cook schools on BBQChamps.com. Well, thank you so much. I'm I'm excited for people to see your your cameos coming up for the season, and then thank you uh, seeing you guys compete with Michael against Michael in Memphis yep. in May. Yes, excited about it, and I hope this show sticks around for several years. We do too. Thank you so Barbecue. much. You three, two, one. Barbecue three, two, one. Thank you for listening to Barbecue Three Two One Pitmaster Interviews. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, subscribe to the podcast or check out bbq321.com.